Welcome to Tropeful, a weekly look at how trope influences our understanding of our texts. I'm Cantor David Reinwald, and this week we look at the ninth portion in the Torah, Parshat Vayetzeh. This portion begins the story of Joseph, who next to Moses is the most mentioned person in the Torah. Interesting and surprising, right? The story takes a total of about three and a half portions to tell in its entirety. Just a bit longer than the two and a half hours of that Broadway sensation, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, to which I credit all of my knowledge of the majority of this story. And in fact, I think I was a young teenager who was surprised to hear that the Joseph story was in the Torah. Now, earlier this week, I listened to the wonderful podcast from the URJ, on the other hand, where Rabbi Rick Jacobs gives a beautiful contemporary spin on the portion each week. I have placed a link to this podcast in the description of this episode on the Tropeful website, tropeful.net, and I highly recommend the podcast if you are interested in studying Torah. Rabbi Jacobs brings an accessible moving lesson each week, which you will find enlightening and listenable in under 10 minutes. This week, he focused on one singular moment that falls in the second Aliyah of this portion, beginning at chapter 37, verse 15. Jacob sends Joseph off to look for his brothers, who were working in Hebron. These are brothers who have already developed a jealousy toward Joseph and his status with his father as the favored son, given the special coat, and additionally, given the divine ability Joseph has to interpret dreams and foretell the future. They clearly do not like what he spells out about the fortune he will befall and the brothers lack thereof. As Joseph arrives, an unnamed man approaches him, and note this is only one week after Jacob wrestled with a different unnamed man. The unnamed man who assists Joseph points him off in the direction of his brothers, and this is what Rabbi Jacobs pointed to in the other, On the Other Hand podcast this week, that the fate and direction of Joseph's story all lies in the actions of this one unnamed man. And we could also say that the the direction of the Jewish people also lie in that minor action. Likewise, this week, we have yet again one of our rarest tropes in this portion. It comes a bit later in the story, and just to remind you, it's my favorite trope, the shalshelet. Shalshelet means chain, and it's a chain of a lot of notes. This is the third of only four of these tropes, the Shalshelet tropes, that we find in the entirety of the Torah. And it's the last one we will find in the book of Genesis. We will not see it again until the book of Leviticus. So I take my direction this week parallel to the question that Rabbi Jacobs asked in his Devar Torah. He asked if one seemingly unimportant and unnamed character can be pivotal in the portion. And the answer was a clear yes. I ask, can we look only at one singular trope and find a similar moment which unearths something important in the portion just on that single word? I believe this is entirely possible, and it happens in this portion in chapter 39, verse 8. And just to remind you, I'm always including a link to the text where you can go directly to what I'm talking about here so you can see it with your very own eyes. You'll find that also in the description of this episode on the Tropeful website. 
Now, this is the second verse that we're looking at in the traditional sixth aliyah of the portion. And the aliyah opens with the scandalously dramatic moment of Potiphar's wife seducing Joseph. Now, by the way, Potiphar's wife has no other name, so she's sort of unnamed as well. And at this point in the portion, she is generically referred to as his being Joseph's master's wife. So she doesn't get any name or any connection to Potiphar, who's actually her husband. The text is doing everything it can to reduce her and dehumanize her, despite what you might think of her not-so-savory actions. The Shalshelet trope then arrives with Joseph's response to her on the word Vayma'en, where it sounds like this. Vaimain. This word means that Joseph refused. And this trope highlights that profusely. Joseph keeps his morals and shows us who he is at heart. We see that despite having a strong ego at the beginning of this story, in the beginning of this portion, he does not let that get the better of him. Joseph is young, he's inexperienced, he's really at risk of making mistakes. But we see the type of leader he is, and the type of leader he is on the brink of becoming, once the Pharaoh will recognize these traits within him in the portion coming next week. That will be Parshat Mikates. So join me again when we pick up this story next week. There's a lot to come. And in the meantime, I wish all of you a very happy Hanukkah. And until next time, be tropeful.